This is a Nutshell Studios production. Make you mine and all forever we will ride by my side. Hi, I'm Lexis. I play Ida and I can embarrass Dad. I got us matching hats with propellers on them. Dad! You see my pipe? Hello, I'm Vic. I am the person for Adrian. Is he a spy? Is he a dad? Is he dad spy? Ah, I don't know, maybe. Hi, my name's Charlie, and I am the uh, voice behind Scatty, not a sociopath. Ah, wrong. Ida, shut up. Scatty, why are you flat out lying? I'm the mastermind behind the plans. Okay, well, that's kind of true. And I'm your humble and always generous GM Joe. Last week on White Wing Death. With what you have now is there's a fuck ton more guards out. There's a lot of people that look like they've been through hell. Uh, they're ragged. There's actually the Kingdom's Knights are here helping as well. There's one that doesn't look too horribly busy. I, I think I'd like to ask him what, uh, what hell? Reggie out there? What, what, what's going on? What happened? Okay, new friend. What happened with the things? I come from a tribe over on Inkar Island, and uh, we're in charge of protecting the, everybody that lives there on that island from what lives in the water. We usually uh, are able to keep anything at bay. We were not able to fend us some of these beasts off. I, I tell Reggie to to let pass the word on to let people know that if that if shit happens they can come find us and we'll be more than happy to help out adrian you've been around toral there a time or two you know that hearsay is right very rarely fact rumor has definitely gotten around town in this last four days that something had happened to scatty in the in the chapel the the townsfolk at this point understand that when you guys first got there the chapel was haunted it's probably been haunted for a while who knows and then you guys go in there fuck some shit up, come out, there's one less of you than there was going in, and now that's quiet. There's no ghost in there anymore, essentially. And also, I guess the Basilisk isn't a threat anymore, uh, and maybe that green dragon that townsfolk don't know about yet, because the king probably wouldn't tell them something like that to get them all worried. So yeah, Adrian will, like, he'll walk up to the king. I'm sure you've heard about my son. I understand your weaver might know something about the place where he is. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. 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 How is things? Oh, thingy. thingy. Cool. Cool. In stereo. Boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> Plug that into your big speakers, folks playing along at home. Oh, yeah. gosh. Anywho, tune in next week where we talk about how to put together antique stereo equipment. Uh, Listen. We will teach you how to properly set the time on your VCR as well as do a pre-programmed recording. Mm-hmm. And what's really fun about that is I can do that without tuning it to channel 11 first. We'll also debate over the most indestructible gaming system. <laughs> and we'll give My a nice, beautiful throwback. Indeed. To the times where TVs had two dials, one for the tin spot and one for the single oh, spot. Fuck. So mm-hmm. here we are coming into the throne room. 
as you do open the doors, you're, you're led into the, not the throne room, the uh, conference room, room, essentially. Yeah, the war room, basically, for, for lack of a better term. Uh, Onvir's standing there at the head of the table. He's got a few advisors with him, map of the of uh, Hendo Umbar, as well as the surrounding area on the table, kind of going over it. When you come in, he looks up, waves to you, and waves you over to to come take part as well in the conversation. See what you guys need. Yes, yeah, yeah, so, head over. Yeah, Adrian's gonna saunter on up to him, and he'll just kind of kind of lean in, not not like kind of more personal, just like, hey, I'm sure you've heard about my son by now. No, um, yes, I I've heard through the guard. That Scatty has no longer on this plane. Yeah, yeah. If I um, understand correctly, you do indeed. We've been doing some research in between helping folks, and we've learned that possibly your Weaver might have some answers for us regarding where my son might be. If anyone in town would know, I, I would say it'd be them. Might uh, might we beg an audience? It could be arranged. Currently, we're discussing perimeters and things. Uh, we've we've gotten some stories of the things that occurred on Odokar Island. And anything we can do to assist with that, uh, you just let us know. Absolutely. I've I've seen more more heard that you have been helping throughout these past few days where you could and I, I do appreciate that yeah, you've it's, done it's not fun to not be home this, so yeah quite a bit for this city in the short time that you've been here and I appreciate that oh of course of course happy to do it um, yes I can set up a time or a meeting with the weaver yeah whenever's convenient whenever's convenient no no big <clears throat> right about, meow about uh, 5 o'clock on the 6th no um oh I'm busy on the oh, I'm hold busy on, on let me grab my book real quick um, um could Jason, you do could you get my pen please could you do 4.30 on the 8th <laughs> teaspoon that's your writing what does that say okay yeah we have an opening for about 10 minutes <laughs> I'm sure we could talk very fast <laughs> <laughs> For those of you playing along at home, uh, our GM has sauntered off and come back with a mini that yeah. he's now hid. So between me and you, listener, they're not there. You know what? I have a sneaking suspicion that we might be finding out what this mini looks like here in a short while. You My might God, do potentially. You think? Do you think? Mm, yeah. Mm, let's check. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. <laughs> yeah, let's. Oh, I'm the one doing things. <laughs> Shit. I gotta do stuff. All right. Fucking Chuck Norris. <laughs> Listen, all three of us can't be huffing this fucking maca. All right, one of us has got to take a break. <laughs> Ooh, dream yeah. weaver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, so yeah, you, you sit there. You sit in on the uh, the meeting a little bit as it's wrapping up. The other members of the these advisors council. I'm totally scoping whatever. out to see if I can see what's going on with the map. Oh yeah, you, you you see there's markings in various spots. Um, mm-hmm. Are they playing D and D in the middle of a crisis? Roll roll an insight check. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking gonna. Eighteen. 
17. <laughs> it looks like they could be playing some sort of war game. Ah, yes, yes. d and deception if you will. Yes, yes. Yes. No, they're they're not playing. No, 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 playing no, 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 no. Or anything. That was just fun. Yeah. That, that was for us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take a piece of jerky and rip it into three separate spots at the end and put it over by Otakar Island and be like, and that's the three-headed thing that can breathe fire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, here's so, the boat full of stupid people. <laughs> so, yeah, on, on the map there... It's just surrounding area, not quite out as far as go to Odakar. Oh, well, then I take my piece of jerky back. You see there are different markers towards the east. Maybe from what you could surmise, they're talking about the situation. Maybe sightings of unusual creatures there Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. what have you. Maybe maybe that's where uh, they've seen survivors, stragglers, maybe uh, on patrol noticed prints you're not exactly sure what it all means right okay adrian you know that there's various different markings. each kingdom lineage of ruler they have kind of their own way of marking things so right it, it could be enemy it could be friendly it's a place of importance is is what the most important right part of without intently is. staring at the legend i couldn't right, exactly okay. you know that there's something here that they're focused on right um, and then obviously there's, you know, maybe they want to fortify this area of the wall or right. you know, there's there's little markings here or there. Things like that. that. That's what you guys can get from that map by quick, giving a quick once over on it. Okay. This council of advisors, they disperse for the most part. Uh, one of them hangs back with Onvir and he does wa- uh, motion you to follow with him and takes you uh, out of the room and down a few halls. You start descending a spiral staircase. In this hall, okay. making small talk throughout the way. It's not just a silent jaunt through the thing, mm-hmm. right? You know, I, I'm I, the, the sound of clacking I'm, heels. I personally am terrible at small talk, so we're not going to do that. Because yeah, no, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm. I'm good at at little lizard noises, but small talk. I'm bad. Right? Yeah, no, it's fine. So <laughs> small talk with little lizards. <laughs> Teaspoon's uh, having a conversation with the king as well. Okay, this is. there we go. Uh, Wise and uh, learned lizard. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a band I was in in high school. He, you, you see, learned lizard. You see, you see, Teaspoon like leans up on his hind legs, looks over, and makes like finger gun in one direction. Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, it's us. Yeah, I hate the, those guys too. Oh yeah, the one guy you got a fucking he jumps over the couch, you got to shoot him for ten fucking minutes. <laughs> no. All right, back on track. Come on, so the cereal crusher <laughs> and this huge friggin' guy. All right. Finally make it down to the bottom of the staircase, and there's this gold inlaid door. Reinforced solid wood door, but where the metal bars would generally be, it is golden. Nita just goes, Scatty would have tried to take the door. Oh, yeah. He at the very least would have tried to work off some of the fittings. The king looks over and he goes, it would have been a terrible idea. That wouldn't have stopped him. <laughs> no. No, it wouldn't. Uh, I'm I'm sure from what I've heard of Scatty around town, mm-hmm. the few few interactions that he's had with some of the vendors. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, at any rate, our goal is to get him back so that he may maybe not do those things (laughs) uh, when he gets back. Yeah, I've been trying it. Maybe this timeout will work. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) So, he looks at at the three of you. I I assume um, Mocha's with you. I, I he's just kind of been 
kind of yeah i, I believe he's just been chilling around yeah Onvir has seen him with you guys. He mm-hmm. came in with you, so he's kind of like, okay, whatever. He's, he's with them. He must be cool. He hasn't done anything or said anything, and he's not giving off the vibe that he's a problem, and he came in with the refugees. He hasn't so. threatened a single shopkeeper the right. entire time I've right. seen I him. I love so. this guy. <laughs> he looks back at you three, and he... Now, the Weaver may be a little off-putting. You might not have witnessed someone of their kind before. Oh? So just prepare yourself for that. They tend to like darkness. They avert light as much as they can. Not that they're... I've been practicing for this. Not that they're sensitive (laughs) to it, but more they're more comfortable in the dark, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I'm good with that. I've seen a lot of weird shit growing up. I don't think this will face me. He turns around to the door, puts his hand, his left hand, on the side just above the gold-plated trim uh, about midway through the door. And it lights up this bright pink around his hand and starts opening opening inside the room. Nice. Uh, As it does, it is almost pitch black in this room. And when the door finally gets fully open, blue flame torches light up just kind of all the way down the the center of this room. And you can kind of make out the sides. Adrian, you have the dark vision. You can see pretty much what's going on. And you, Adrian, you'll notice without even stepping into the room yet. I have dark vision. Do you? All right. So, Moke, you as well. You as well notice this. I'm used to you you being in the room with dark vision. All right. So, (laughs) you notice you and Moke. It's ten feet in front of me. I can see it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's, it's fifteen. <laughs> so just <shut> damn it. <laughs> At the uh, back of this room, you see kind of like a spider web. It's real thick webbing. It's not in that standard spider web <gasps> pattern that you think of. It's more intricate and think if a construction worker could make a spider. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? It's, okay. It's sharp angles. Okay. And it's it's structured and in the center of it is just this wrapped cocoon right. basically you make your way into this room and on beard gestures back to you come on in walks up and as you get closer Ida you eventually do with your blind sight can see this now the structure in the back of the room and it it's along the back of the wall and it goes up to the ceiling and slants up through the corner and kind of trails across the ceiling a, a little ways uh, as well and just reaches out to the side walls. It's like almost like a little nest. Oh my god, this like, is so cool. Yeah, 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 that's, the, that's different. Is this why she's called the Weaver? In Onvir, he, he chuckles and, <laughs> well, not exactly. That is freaking awesome. It would be rather coincidental that if this was why, but no, she's a, she's able to dip into other realities that makes any sense. She can look through time, essentially. Oh, that's fancy. Nice. But there's... There are limitations. Oh, with everything. It's it's, it's not true. It's situation. But she does have the ability to do so. You get to the back of that Mm -hmm, room. mm -hmm. Onvir, he... Orana, I have a few more questions for you. And as he calls out to this weaver... Them webs start shaking. That cocoon in the center 
splits open from the back and just kind of falls forward. It doesn't just drop to the ground, but it does fall forward and it reveals this spider creature. Not necessarily like a drider, but more the... So still um, two legs, two arms, and then four spider arms? Yeah, but they're coming from the back. Back, yeah. Yeah. For those of you playing along at home, think Doc Ock, uh, but on a lady and not robot arms. So yeah, they've got four spider legs coming from their back. Kind of the Viking hairstyle, almost. Mm -hmm. They're humanoid with purple hair going back in the braids. They've got very almost green, like pea green skin that fades out to a very dark black on the the sides. Uh, Kind of two-tone skin color. And they've got a crown around their head that's made of gold and silver with a blue jewel on the center of it. Yeah, he just goes, so cool. Um, so as those legs unfurl from around her front, they or their front, they come back. They stretch out a little bit, step out of this cocoon, look at Onvir, kind of give a, a bit of a proper bow forward. I've... Not quite found the answers you asked me prior. What do you require of me now? And Onvir looks back at the three of you and I have some friends that are looking for a lost brother and son. They have questions about the astral plane. And he waves to any of either of you to come forward and ask. Oh, yeah, he just definitely, Ida, like, he doesn't even need to wave Ida up there. Ida's, like, already next. Oh, me, me, me. Okay, great. Hi, I'm Ida. You're awesome. Um, <laughs> brother decided to just drop, uh, we were fighting, like, this, like, demon thing or whatever. He decided to drop his uh, bag of holding inside of a portable hole to get rid of the demon because we were all kind of almost... Uh, and then he was gone and took like a big chunk of the floor too but apparently that goes to the astral sea and we heard that you might know how to get there and I am rambling Uh, (laughs) Rana just kind of gives a slight chuckle so you are the ones who dealt with the crypt singer I was wondering when you'd get here it didn't really sing hmm it is mostly in name and the horrendous sounds it makes. But if you did not witness that, consider yourselves lucky. Uh, lucky indeed. Um, however, we weren't all so lucky. Um, I, I understand. Is there any assistance you might yeah, be able to... Yeah, he ate Ronnie. Was <laughs> there any uh, assistance you might be able to offer us humble travelers... Getting getting to the astral plane is a simple matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my kid can do it. There are many ways to get there, but there are not as many to get back. And what about finding things there? The astral plane is vast. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. Much larger than the known world here from any that have been and come back. Not to say that it is impossible to find something or someone that is lost there. Uh, any any directions you might be able to, to point us in? As I said, getting there is an easy task. Yeah, totally easy. Yep. 
getting back is difficult. Finding Pain the person in the ass. You would need. Yeah, I know. We're talking about Scotty. Uh-huh. To find someone or something, someone in particular, having something personal of theirs would help. Being able to s- simply scry on them in the plane, oh, we and it could take that. you into the direction of them. Well, what a coincidence! Uh, we have a ton of his stuff also like he's my brother so like familial like maybe blood uh just a ton of his stuff also that objects work blood would work as well but not as i don't have his blood it is more likely to take you back to yourself than to the one that is being sought Good point. I open up the bag to get like an empty vial. Dad, give me some of your blood. Uh, uh, that's where after your brother. I'm here. I know, but in case something happens to you. Yeah, uh, uh, then you have rotting blood. Ah, uh, it's weird. And then he'll start digging through the bag looking for, uh, like Scatty's fucking socks or something. <laughs> She'll notice you digging through this bag, like I, just, like you wave Ida off, like and not now with the blood. I'm gonna find something of Scatty's. She notices you do go digging through that, and I do not need this item. This is something for you to do while you are there. If I if I were to scry him here, I wouldn't find him. because oh, he's not in this place. Okay. I can only find him on the plane that I search for him. Oh, okay. All right. All right. But there are many ways and many means to do so. Again, it is the getting back that is difficult. Right. And so how would we do that? This information I do not have, and I would need time to gather. Yep. You know okay. what? Um, I, I appreciate that. I cannot give a time of when I will have this information, as no I hard, have many hard answer. other yep. answers to give. As she gestures to Onvir, that seemed to he just laughed. Not to, <laughs> not to say that your missing loved one is not in importance. No, no, but I absolutely get it. Abs, a hundred hundo. Some things are more important. Yeah, no, I, I, yep. And if there's anything we can do, as I've said to the good king here, to assist in that, you let us know. I do not require any assistance. But Snacks? Sandwiches? Yeah, do you need anything? I have jerky. So much jerky. I don't eat jerky. Ah, we'll just leave it here on the nightstand. It's fine. Well, I can, what do you mean? I can bring you something. <laughs> she smiles a bit, and there's these just sharp, sharp teeth. Oh, <laughs> so uh, cool. Don't, don't worry about my nutrition. I can find what I need. Okay. I start well, eating the jerky. Right, yeah. But, as I said, I do not require any assistance of you. Just stay close to the city. Absolutely. And if I find a resolution to your problem, I will have you brought here. Cool, because I really want to go into a really super dark cave and kick Drachnir's ass. <laughs> Training level up. I don't recommend fighting the Dragonborn, but... Oh, I have been. If... You go right ahead. You still stand, but that Any, is all. Anyway, I, th- I thank that you. I have for you. I thank you She's for your fine. time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Are you sure thank you, you don't need any? She 
motions back to Ondir. Is this all that you require of me? He he nods and gets kind of a little wave. Thank you, Orona. I will head back. Again, thank you. And he turns motions for the rest of you to exit. It was nice meeting you, you, Arona. You are absolutely freaking amazing. And just let us know if you need anything. Also, you said it was about time that we got here. So did you see that really cool, awesome hit that I did? Like, thank you, thank you. Sorry, I gotta go. Thank you, thank you. If you look back, she just has this little smile on her face. She steps (laughs) back into that cocoon, wraps her spider legs. It's there, wraps their spider legs around them, and that cocoon comes back up and closes around them. Yeah, that was that's the weaver. Hey. <laughs> the door closes. I just look at Omvir. I'm like, she was fucking cool. He gives a slight chuckling. They are very interesting. I'm sorry. They are fucking cool. They do the same. <laughs> Is there anything else you need from me? Uh, did you get the answers? That's. I mean, some things take time. But all right, I'm I'm satisfied as far as here. Um, yeah, it's it's just we have another step towards figuring it out, but it's yeah. gonna take some time for Arona to figure things out. Yeah, I, so I mean, I have faith know. in them. I have faith. So with with everything that's transpired so far, as uh, Onvir basically escorts you to the front door of the castle and walking you out, as you get to the front door, this tiny, tiny, tiny little person. With just just the cutest little shit you've ever seen. Of course. Comes running up and just wraps her arms around Onvir's legs uh, from behind. And they come up to maybe She stands to about hip height to him at this point. And he kind of chuckles and pats her on the head. And he leans down, whispers something to her and motions off. And she gives a little giggle and runs up the staircase and off to the side. He stands back up, looks at you guys and <laughs> children. Oh yeah, and wouldn't know. I I understand. I <laughs> I spoil mine at every turn. Ah, good. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll he'll open the door to let you guys out, and just looks at Adrian there, and gives kind of like a, a dad nod, like <laughs> like good luck, kind of. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. I I get it. I get it. Cool. Um, you see that he's very much keeping composure of everything, though. You guys head out of the castle, and you are back in the town. What would you like to do with the rest of your evening? Because the sun is getting low. Sun is getting low. Low, 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 low. <laughs> Damn it, shoddy. <laughs> um, perhaps, perhaps some rest and a start afresh in the morn. If- we'll probably do some, like, training or whatnot. If anybody's going on a patrol, walk out with them for a little bit, and then back yeah absolutely you can you can go on a patrol do you where what's your plan adrian are you going with her or are you going back to the monastery to uh i'll 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 consider it like the long way around but yeah he'll he'll tag along with ida okay um if there's a patrol going oot and a boot would moke be going on patrol with them yeah i i assume yeah okay you see it, it, it's about changing of the guard time so you do see a group of uh, four or five guards coming into the city gates as another group of four or five is getting ready to go out. And they, you can run up and 
hey, you go that way, we go that way, or however you guys want to mm-hmm. finagle your patrol. Be like, hey, we want to do one one quick round of patrol before the end of the night, or what have you. Right. Mm-hmm. No, it works. Yeah, they, they go off that way, we'll go off this way, we'll meet them in the middle, and then it would be doubling back for us, but it would be... Stuck in the middle. Only my left ear likes that song. Um, <laughs> wow, thanks. That one went better than I figured it would. Um, that was good. That was good. So, yeah, so they would be, it, like I said, for us, it would be doubling back to to complete the round. So let's make some rolls. Actually, do you want to make the encounter checks or do you want me to make the encounter checks? Okay. Because I can have you guys roll the encounter checks. I think that's fun. Yeah. All right. Let's you, roll an encounter check. Go ahead and give me a give me an encounter check, Vic. Nineteen. Uh, roll me a d one hundred. Uh, you said what? Thirty six. As you guys are patrolling, you see a couple of uh, empty suits of armor just kind of stuck in the trees, like in the growth under the trees. Okay. Do they uh, look like? Suits of armor from the, from, uh, yeah. from like Faerith coloring. Yeah. No, they're it's black and silver, whereas the Faerith would be red and gold. They don't quite match up. They're, it's not obvious that this these suits of armor are here. They're kind of buried. There's nobody in them. But I thought you said they were in the trees. In the uh, underbrush. Oh, in, uh, okay. in the underbrush. Yeah. In the tree. In the trees. Yeah, not like in, in yeah, the yeah, trees. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In the tree line underbrush. Adrian, you just ever so just barely catch a glimpse of a shine in okay. the underbrush there. And you kind of go over, take a peek. You can make out about three possible suits of armor under there. And it's just their vines are tangled up around them and okay. things of that nature. Does it look like they've just um, been here a while and the, the brush has like grown over it or has somebody ditched these? The actual coating of the armor, the outsides of the armor, it, they it's a little scratched up, a little dinged up, but for the most part, looks like it's fresh off the presses. It looks okay. like it's in good condition. The thing with it is the undergrowth has like intertwined into it like it's been growing over it for some odd time. So it, it's it doesn't add up. Something okay. about the way that the vines and leaves and just general flora are growing around it. Is there like any blood or people bits around? Not that you can see right offhand. Okay. Uh, any tracks around? Uh, you can give me investigation checks for any further information. Uh, that's a white wing for a 24. Ooh, a 24. So, no, you do not notice any tracks. No real signs of anything coming from underneath of this. Like, they... It's obvious that they've been here for a while. Okay. But the metal looks intact. If it's been here for as long as that vines have been growing around it, the metal would be rusted and old and decayed. It's not even Faerith colors. These are for all intents and purposes, could be f- something from further north. Okay. Because they like darker colors. Maybe not the black and silver, but they they fly darker colors on their flag, if that makes sense. Um, Adrian will find... Toss a rock. How did you know? 
That's exactly what he's about to do. He's gonna find just you know. Because not- is looking for a rock too. To yeah. Check your bag. Oh my god, it's Ronnie's good rocks. Damn it. Damn Ronnie's good rocks. <laughs> I swear to God, somewhere there's a rock candy emporium called Ronnie's Good Rocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if not, there will be soon. Listen. <laughs> Merchandising. Dear, dear good folks at Ronnie's Good Rocks. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm going to toss a rock, and I give a rock to Dad, and we're just going to toss him at, like, some oh, of our thank, suits of armor. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, you, 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 get, you get that one? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, one? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll give one to Gash, too, because there was, like, three, yeah, that yeah. we could see? I'll give yep. one to Gash, too, so Gash yep. can toss a rock if he yeah. wants to. <clears throat> um, if you're throwing these rocks, give me attack rolls. Woo-woo. I'd be uh, with dexterity for throwing weapon. Oh, shit, fuck. Whoops. That's a 13. 17. Because I'm proficient in throwing these hands and darts. Would I be proficient in throwing a rock? Uh, rock weighs roughly, amount, uh, like roughly a dart? the same as a dart. Okay, so then it would be, what did I say? You said 17. 17. 20. 20. Gash, are you throwing rocks or are you just watching? Uh, I'm just already a javelin. Okay. Ida, you do a 23? 20. 20. Okay, that's going to hit and um, Adrian, your rock just kind of it just misses. God damn it! And <laughs> bing off the tree, uh, off the trunk of the tree there. Ooh, so um, close. Yeah. Well, listen. When you get to my age, we'll see how good <laughs> you are at skipping rocks. Uh, <laughs> Ida, your your rock hits the helmet of one of these things. Uh huh. Boom, and it makes this hollow ringing sound. Boom, and it goes on for a little while, like longer than it probably should. And as it does, that pile of armor starts to vibrate, and the uh, vines and general plant life around it snaps as the three sets of armor come up out of it and are seemingly animated on their own. And I am the bringer of life! <laughs> go ahead and roll initiative. Gash, you've got a ready javelin. Are you going to chuck that as soon as you see these? Yeah. Roll me attack. Damn it! Why? Why? Uh... That's a five for Adrian with a nat fucking one. <laughs> Jesus! I did so much better. I'm pretty sure. Th- I'm pretty sure the rock goes before I do. Probably does. I mean, Dwayne is pretty good like that. <laughs> Listen. You're welcome. If he D&Ds. You are more than welcome. Dear Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm sure he does D&D. And Post Malone. And Post Malone. And Matthew Lillard. What was your attack roll? Honestly, come on, come play. Attack roll was 18. I only rolled a 9. And initiative was 21. Go ahead and roll me damage because that was right on the money. 8 damage. 8 damage. 8 damageo. We're throwing rocks over here. <laughs> 20 to 25? Uh, 21. Not scatty. Oh, I should probably roll for the fucking bad guys too, huh? That'd be cool. This still gotta go before me. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, 15 to 20? <clears throat> 10 to 15. Fuck's sake, 5 to 10? Nine. You got a nine? I got five. Oh, God. 
Like I said, I'm pretty sure the rock goes before I do. I think the rock is going to go before you. Fucking A. Alright, so... The look on your face was priceless. Love it. Alright, Cash. Yeah, I'll just move up right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you're right up in the, in the mix, right between all three. And I'm just going to make my attack. Alright, roll them. Uh, 19 again. Alright, that'll hit. And it's 23. It definitely hits, yeah. Uh, 15 for the first hit, and 9 for the second. Beautiful. Alright, so you come in with that first attack. Your halberd comes down and just cleaves straight into the chest plate, the, the animated armor in the center, and you just... You don't cut it off, but you cut a big-ass hole in it. Uh, it is looking a little shakier than the other two at this point. Uh, that was a hefty blow to it. Uh, and you come back and can't quite get enough pull. Maybe you're a little too close to these guys to get the full momentum of a double attack. But you still pull it off and smash into the other armor next to it. Alright, that is going to be Ida. Damn, okay. You beat them by one. They have zero dexterity. (laughs) That's fucking great. (laughs) I am going to swing around, come around this way. This one. I'm going to grab, as I'm moving, I have Swayze pulled out. I'm just kind of like twisting whatnot. And I'm going to go after this one right here. Yep. With Swayze. Kind of boxed in. With the mm-hmm. uh, smoke there. 28? No, nah, that misses. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that right. definitely hits, yeah. Alright, let me go ahead and just um, re-roll. That okay. hits by about 10 more than it needed to. Perfect. <laughs> 5, 11 points of damage for that. Alright. And then I'm going to... We'll see if I can grapple him with the chain. So that's a 21 for my strength. Ooh. All right. Damn, that's a 10 for theirs. Okay, so they are grappled. So I have them wrapped up in the chain. I am going to use the momentum of getting them and wrapping them up in the chain um, and grappling them. I am going to kick at their legs to kind of like take their legs out to get them on the ground. Okay, go for it. Damn it. In the box, you. No, I can't do it in the box. Oh god, Oof. that's probably not gonna do anything. A Twelve. Twelve is gonna miss. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of so you've got them wrapped up. You pulled them you you pulled them a little closer than you wanted to when you went to kick and yeah. like, whoop. Just just barely missed it. Uh, you're a little a little sleepy. You know, it's getting later in the day. But that first attack went in and just ching 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 all over the mm-hmm. the metal there and put just holes into the armor from the inside out almost Perfect. it seemed. Uh, and then just kind of wrapped up each piece. So you do have it grappled at yes. least. Yes. And that brings us to the armor's turn. So that first one that is looking bad going to make an attack, uh, make two attacks against, uh, gosh, there. Gosh, gosh, gosh. And I'm pretty sure both of them are going to fucking fail. Yay! 
I mean, no. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nine yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Nine definitely doesn't hit, I'm sure. So that first armor comes in, and it is so bashed up. It tries to just smash on Gash. Oh my Gash! <laughs> and it's so it's so burnt out at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moke doesn't even have to defend. He just pushes the attacks mm-hmm. away. He's like, no. Okay, maybe this was sitting here longer than than it seemed. Um, no. The other one's going to take an t- attack on him as well. That's a uh, 19 to hit, Moke. Yep. So that's one hit, one fail. Eight, or no, sorry, seven bludgeoning damage to you. Oh no. Oh no, I know, right? And this other one's going to make two attacks on Ida because she has it grappled. That is 22 to hit and a 15 to hit. One hit. Roll. 15, right? Yeah, yeah the, the 15. 15. Seven damage to you also. Okay. And that is now Adrian, your turn. It's my turn. Yeah. Wow. Welcome to the party, buddy. Did the rock go? Um. It wasn't a rock. It was a rock. We couldn't get a hold of him this week. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, next week, bud. Hey, hey, you're awesome. That's smelly. You're cooking. You are just a fantastic person, sir. Apple pie. So we don't talk about that album, but everything else is fucking awesome. (laughs) All right, come on. Yeah, Adrian's going to zoop up right to the right of this. This one? That's the one. Yep. Yeah. That's the date indeed. Yay. And he will dramatically flourish his rapier. Yep. And oh, God, go. The drama. Oh, yeah. Drama is fuck. And he'll stab to enunciate fuck. Right, roll with advantage because you got an ally right across the street there. Thank fuck. Where's the street? The bad guy's the street. Shit. 14. Because he's getting paved over him. 14 is going to miss. Yep. Unfortunately. Oh no. Yeah, it was dramatic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Put a little bit too much emphasis on the flourish and not enough on the on, on the stab. On the follow yeah. through. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dad, remember I told you follow through is important. <laughs> Got any? Yeah, bonus? I'm the one that taught you that with bowling. Got any bonuses that you want to use or? <laughs> no. 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 All right, Moak, back up to you. <laughs> the one in front of you and the one to your left are looking pretty hurt. And then the one to your right he's okay. That's to the right though. Yeah. And the one to my right is grappled, right? Yes. Yeah. Or Sorry, I got that backwards. The one to your right and the one to your front are looking messed up. The one to your left is looking fine. He hasn't been hit. He's fine and dandy. I, I think I think dad yeah. maybe polished his armor a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you missed his yeah. there. <laughs> he, went to, he went to stab it and then it just the rapier versus the armor just kind of it did that cartoon thing where it, <laughs> it just bent. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so after thinking that like I don't know like I feel like I just got on the lip but I'm just doing my lip my lip's a little bleedy. Yeah, I'm only at 68. <laughs> Darn. Damn. Getting beat up over there. How are you even standing uh, still? Small bastard. <laughs> So like do the whole like somebody got punched in the face and to like wipe a little bit of blood off his lip. No, now it's personal. He'll turn and look at Ida and he'll say, you know, we're like 
and I'm playing with the game. We don't get mad. We get cool. And he'll rage and increase in size. Oh my god! Muscle rippling as he grows, just gets fucking huge. Uh, and I'm gonna make two more attacks. Alright. Uh, so I'm actually gonna make three attacks because I rolled a 19. Alright, go for it, yeah. Uh, okay, so that is 28, a 27, and a 21. 22. Uh, yeah, all of those, they definitely hit, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so first one on the... I'm just going to make one on everybody. Alright, go for it. The first one's going to take 16 damage. Okay. The other one that Ida has is already beat up, 15 damage. And then as I go to swing on that third one, I'm going to use... The clouds are going to start to form and like a strike of lightning is going to hit my halberd as I'm swinging. Uh, 18 damage for that one. Beautiful. Alright, so that first one, you bring the halberd down on top of it and it just cuts it clean in half. It finishes out that cut that you put in the chest plate and just, it drops at your feet. It You've cleaved it with a vengeance. It's dead. Without stopping your momentum, you come back knock the other one off its legs and drive that halberd straight through and it just crunches beneath the sheer like power behind that strike it ceases to move it it is it is non-functional anymore then as you raise your halberd up from that that lightning comes down strikes the tip of it and you boom smash into the other one that uh ida has held and that so far is the only one still up because I fucking mixed around my HP again and I don't want to describe that scene again so we're going with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then I'm just gonna turn around and walk away a little bit. Like, and I'll just, I'll just say I'll just do this one to you. Okay. It's uh, probably not gonna do... Oh! It is gonna do something. <laughs> Alright. That's a 24 to hit you on your way by with a nat 20. Does it have disadvantage because it's grappled? No. No. Cool. It, All right. That's restrained. Roll. Ah, damn it. Come here. In oh, the box. Yeah. Well, that's nine damage <laughs> with a critical. Halved. Halved to four. <laughs> <laughs> You got hey, so excited for that too. To Listen, check it out. <laughs> so these are these are challenge rating one. <laughs> yeah, uh, they are just full on fodder for you guys right now. They do one d six plus two damage. <laughs> um, are they fodder? Because I failed to fucking hit this piece of shit. That's just because it That's has high C. Ah, okay. That's it only has thirty. They only go. have thirty-three HP, <laughs> which you guys dealt half of your first round, pretty much. And I was expecting it. I, I was have just more like HP than two of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. These are just fodder. But I, I threw that D twenty. Just like it'll make a fucking attack. It'll opportunity attack is whatever. Why not? Why not? And we'll I threw it, it, and it landed on. It was a nat twenty. I was like, oh shit, cool. <laughs> that was fun. For about 30 seconds, but anyway, all right. Ida, your turn. Okay. <laughs> uh, Gash will 
up and like pull an apple out of a tree. Is there an apple tree here? I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll for sure, an apple tree. Sure, there's an apple tree. Yeah. You bite into it and it tastes suspiciously like a pear. <laughs> I like eat an apple in one bite. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so that was another uh, nineteen. We're already like. Uh, it's already grappled with Swayze, but, like, I'm gonna, like, just, like, can I just grab the stabby bit from Swayze and yeah. just, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, with that? Yeah, Perfect. absolutely. I'm okay with that. Okay. You can attack with him. Oh, well, that's a 28. That definitely hits, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a Twelve points oh, of damage say, yeah. for that one. Okay. And for the uh, the 24. Definitely hits. So tell me how you kill it. Because I don't care what you do. It's dead. Cool. Uh, there's no way this thing is not dying this turn. Cool. So um, have them grapple. I come in with the extra stabby bit. That's what he's just like. Ah! And then as I like dig that in, I just kind of like push down on the other shoulder to kind of lift myself up. And then I wrap my leg. I like spider monkey wrap my legs around the like full on like acrobatics, like pushing myself up and like going almost into a handstand and then coming down and just like wrapping my legs around and just flipping him. Beautiful. So as he as you wrap around and do that fucking hurricane Rana, basically, (laughs) you flip this armor to the ground when it hits, it just boom and shatters across the ground and it's in multiple pieces and there's no more threat no more threat like I was saying honey follow through is very important I know know. and that's exactly why I'm so proud of you (laughs) I'm here's a six for later and you big guy I see you hey super big guy I'm proud of you too here's Here's me being proud of ya. <laughs> rip, a, rip a tree branch down, like off the tree, <laughs> and like hold it down so then people grab an apple. Gotta grab an apple. Oh, yeah. What apples? My God. It tastes kind of like a pear. <laughs> Trail snacks. No, it's real good, though. Uh, that's actually a uh, 22. Uh, do I rip the whole tree out? <laughs> no, you don't rip the whole tree out, but you definitely rip that Ooh. limb off. <laughs> I'm gonna feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think those guys were supposed to be there. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is up with that. Should we maybe take a piece of the armor back for somebody to look at, or just like I mark gotta, the spot for somebody I, I to come say, back I, and I look at? I don't think it. there's a whole lot of people that are gonna move the scrap metal pile. Okay. Well, when we meet up with the other group, we'll be like, hey, right? We fought some like those guys. Plant swearing armor. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's these things over here. Go check it out. Yeah. Freaking eco terrorists, man. Yeah. Right? We fought some vegan armor. Damn it, you fucking <laughs> <beat>. <laughs> I was literally just about to do that. So like, I'm vegan. <laughs> That's what we're running. Good night, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye bye. <laughs>
one's hit. So I'll roll those together. Yeah. That's 30, so 36. Oh, shit, Lord, might have. Oh, I'm breaking things. He did just took out the table. Thank you so much for listening. Without you amazing listeners, we wouldn't be able to bring you these adventures. Please be sure to like and rate the podcast and share us with some friends. It helps out immensely and we appreciate it greatly. I want to thank our amazing musicians, Lords of the Trident, for our theme song. Go ahead and check them out at lordsofthetrident.com. And also be sure to follow us on various social medias, the main one being Twitter at www.dicecast. Stick around a little bit longer for an awesome promo from one of our many and growing podcast and TTRPG friends. We'll see you next week, adventurer. Some stories are epic tales for the ages. Hours of content, sprawling narratives that pull you in and consume years of your life. This isn't one of those stories. Join the creators of Game Master Monday and Slay the Stars with a special guest from Lost Guide Games as they take you on a journey of hope and desperation. Using the Arc Doom TTRPG system, Bella's Comet is nothing like you've experienced so far. Because there's a twist. And the clock is ticking. Episode 1 of Bella's Comet releases on October 4th. Listen in on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.